0: Talking about something like an armed robbery at a post office. Yeah. And they'd have, you know, those photo fits, CCTV, all that kind of stuff. They'd show you this re- recreation of the post office getting robbed at gunpoint, and then they'd go, has that jogged any memories?
1: If you saw somebody that looked like a photo fit out and about, you'd, you'd think you was on crack or
0: something, wouldn't you? A wee natter with Jenny and Mark Steele on Bow Bow Radio. It is indeed a wee natter. I am Mark Steele And across the table from me is... Jenny Steele And I'm joining you on the week In fact, we're both joining you on the week That I've got to share some very sad news Which means I have to play the sad news music Get the old funeral march out Need this to set the tone Because hmm. dearly beloved We're gathered here today To mourn the passing Of the Caramac Bar Oh no! It, it, they're going st- to start... As we say go out of print... But you don't print chocolate bars, do you? No. Well, I wish you could. Really? <laughs> <wish you> <laughs> Just get it up on your computer. Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got more chocolate bars. This is what I was asking for. But to be honest with you, and I imagine you're the same as well, dear listener, and you might be the same here, Jenny, as well, Caramacs are never the first choice, are they?
1: No, it's really funny you should say that because I got on my little notepad here is can mm. you still get Caramacs? I wasn't aware that they'd actually been discontinued.
0: They, they're still getting them at the moment, mm-hmm. but they're going to stop making them. That's, that's the big news on Caramac bars. I'm sorry to break that one to you, dear listener. It is quite tough news to hear. It is. Um, if you need help, we've got an action line. Light... No, we don't have an action line you could call. We don't, don't have the budget to have us a- answer the phone half the time.
1: But I've got a few more, Mark. Oh, dear. Can you still get Trio? Trio? Trio. i got Trio, Montana and Cadbury Snaps and
0: Toffo. You, to, you don't have to explain what half of these are. Oh, well,
1: this isn't me. This is one of, my, uh, one of our listeners, Stephen Hall. He's asking me. He's, I think he's saying that you can no longer
0: get them. Yeah, well... You might be onto something there, because I, I genuinely haven't heard of half of them. I've heard but, of Toffo. Pull your fillings out, that's for sure. Well, possibly. On a more positive note, uh, you have been in touch. The post bag has arrived, Ooh. dear listener. So your messages, your communiques have managed to make it to us. We're a very old-fashioned radio show, mm. uh, in that we ask for you to send postcards, and we have a, a postcode that ends in DJ. <laughs> I'm, I'm making that bit up. But we, we do like to get your communication. Last week, we asked the question, what everyday phrase makes no sense in the modern world? Mm. A couple of you have been in touch. So I've got a couple from Sam Killip. All right, And Sam's saying...
1: I would say a phrase that doesn't make sense to me is breaking the ice. Because if ice breaks, for example, on a frozen lake, Mm. it doesn't end well. But the phrase is supposed to be a good thing for getting people to know one another better. I've got to bring the post-it note thing up again, isn't it? The poster. Oh, this icebreaker. Post-it note, sticky note, whatever you call it. The icebreaker. Where a lot of companies get you to write something on a post-it note, stick it on your head, and you've got to guess what that is. I hate that with a vengeance.
0: Do you really... You're the person that sits in the corner fuming away, going, I'm not taking part in this. I'm not going to be in the group. No matter how much you ask me, I am not in the group. Unless it's a pink sticky note. Uh, A pink sticky (laughs) note? Why specifically a pink sticky (laughs) note? I don't know. I I like the colour pink. So so you've been put off by icebreakers. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess... It depends how you look at it. You're breaking the ice because there's, there's that coldness between you. I see where the metaphor works, but then also, yes, I also see that if you're on a lake and you're ice skating, you don't want the ice you to break. You don't want the ice to break. So it's a, it's a tough one. I see it where the It is a tough from. one.
1: And Sam's, Sam Samkin has got us another one as well. All so right. he said that, you know when somebody says to you, a penny for your thoughts? mm is, is one that really doesn't understand. I don't understand either, Sam. I think that its use is an interesting phrase, but certain people say such amazing things and have such a broad range of knowledge on a subject that they should probably be
0: paid more than a penny for their thoughts. Well, you say that we've had it. inflation's been a big deal. It's it's a big political hot topic, but it used to be you spent a penny to go to. The toilet. In fact, as it it's ever 20p been a penny now? Oh, I've seen some places it's pushing a pound, and you have to pay with card. To get into it. I I think it's just that time has moved on a bit. A penny used to be worth quite a bit nowadays, penny not so much. Not so much. Oh yes. Beth Lewis? Oh, what's Beth saying?
1: So Beth still says she's going to tape something when she's when she's watching something or recording something on FreeSat and her younger family members look at her like she's got horns on her head. I'm going to tape something. I don't know I if guess, i will still say that, you know.
0: I guess if you're young enough, mm. you will have never actually seen, like, a tape go into a tape machine, either in a car or in a hi-fi or on your television. You wouldn't have seen any of that. So no. when you hear people talking about tape... tape it. You're thinking, like, sticky tape. And you're like, well, how does that record yeah, a TV show? how do do that? Eh? <laughs> That'd be impressive <laughs> sticky tape. Very. And Victoria Porter.
1: So Victoria says, putting your nose to the grindstone. Oh, all it's right. origins, and she's given us the origins, are when people, used to grind things on a stone and you had to put your nose close to the grinding stone just to see what you were doing so you've got your nose close to the grinding stone so you've got your lungs full of the dust coming from the grinding this clogged up the lungs as the lungs couldn't cough it out so that doesn't make sense either does it
0: i see where you're coming from Mm. yeah yeah we've also had chris curling touching i remember i am a few bob short this week and asking what's a bob Yeah, I wasn't sure what a bob was. I assume it's like pre-decimal currency we're talking about here. Yeah. Because I've never heard any... I've heard of ponies and things like that. I've heard very,
1: that on Fools and horses? Yeah, it's
0: very cockney rhyming <laughs> slang. Yeah. It's it, it's never something that you hear too often up in the the north or the central belt of Scotland. Mm. I must admit. <laughs> 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 uh, Maureen Stott, in touch, saying, "I listened to Weenar last night. Very entertaining again. Ooh, thanks, Maureen." P- please tell Jenny not to get involved in the Finland tradition. If you're if you've no idea what we're on about the Finland tradition, it is this wonderful competition mm. where you can carry your wife, and it's <laughs> a race, <laughs> and you win the weight of your wife in beer. (laughs) And we come up with this coming plan where I'll stick a a dress and a wig on, Jenny will get all pumped up on iron or whatever it is that you do at the gym Mm. and we'll win that way and we'll get... I'll hold more beer than we'd ever get before. That was the that was the cunning plan. <laughs> yes. uh, but Jenny's been informed it is very risky mm. here. Um, best stick to Costa tradition. One of my favourites is Millionaire Shortbread and a Lassie. Hope you're having a good day. So oh, they're, they're just thing. telling you to look after your back. Yes. Which is very good advice. It's somebody that's had to have surgery on their back. Uh, Kate Hardy saying, we remember the phrase mad as a hatter, but no idea what it means. I assume that's Alice in Wonderland it's a reference to.
1: Yes, I think so. Because you've
0: got to... Popped, she pops down and she meets the Mad Hatter, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, she
1: does. And isn't the one that goes time for tea? Time for tea?
0: That is might it? be the rabbit.
1: Is that the rabbit? It's been
0: so long since oh. I've done the Asimabella <laughs> toy. And on the other... Uh, he would mention Bob already. Bob a job. Oh, That's yeah. what Linda Denny is saying. Bob a job. Bob a job. Is, so does that mean it was a job that wasn't that good? It was only worth a bit of Bob? <laughs>
1: yeah, is yeah. that
0: what they're trying to say? If you read The Red Tops... So you familiar with the Red Top Papers? Yes. Yes. You will notice that, uh, as I guess, this time of year and the weather starts to get a bit cooler and it gets a bit darker, mm-hmm. you start to see some stories appear at this time of year. That always appear at this moment, mm. telling you that white stuff may emanate from the sky at any given moment. And it's always it will be in the next two or three weeks. That's always what the story says. Can isn't I just it? say? Yes,
1: I did see the first gritter of twenty twenty
0: three. You last saw a gritter. Week. I
1: saw a gritter. It wasn't gritting. Oh, But it was just driving past and I thought, whoa, that's the first sighting of a gritter for 2023 for me.
0: So not only have you got the red tops, you've got the gritters as well, mm. which means radio stations like this one, dear listener, start to look to the sky at eager to report on school closures, <laughs> road issues you already knew about in Flake Watch. We keep an eye out. Make sure that you're on top of things when it comes to all things snow. And if you spot a single flake coming from the sky, we need your help. Much like the Crime Watch TV show that I'm nicking this from, yeah. we need your eyes on the ground as well. So if you spot a single flake of snow falling from the sky in the Sherwood area, you have to let us know, and we'll send a crack team out. Rob Rose is already there; he's, he's eager, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wants to see that flake of snow. He wants to see it turn up. <laughs> and uh, well, well, if he's not available, I suppose. Are you willing to go out, Jenny? If we spot a flake? flake as of as snow? long as
1: I can say that line that they always used to end Crime
0: Watch with. All right. What What line was that? I was going to say, what crime was that? <laughs> <laughs> like they always end the crime watch or flight with. flight watch with. with. Here's, here's a bit of B&E
1: just end to show you it. what it looks like at the end of the show. I don't know if you're supposed to do the salute when you say this, but didn't they always end it with, and don't have nightmares? They did always
0: say that. Yeah. And uh, if you talk about crime watch, it was, that was a bit odd, the don't have nightmares bit. Yeah. They, and the other bit was, they'd be talking about something like an armed robbery at a post office. Yeah. And they'd have, you know, those photo fits, CCTV, all that kind of stuff. They'd show you this re- recreation of the post office getting robbed at gunpoint. And then they'd go, has that jogged any memories?
1: If you saw somebody that looked like a photo fit out and about, you'd you'd,
0: you'd think you was on crack or something, wouldn't you? The, the, the photo fits were never spot on. They were, they were enough <laughs> to tell the sort of person they were looking for. <laughs> but it, it, I always thought the recreations were a bit funny. So they'd show you stuff like an, a <laughs> post office being... Or, or, robbed at gunpoint yeah. and then they go is that a joke any memories like you're going oh, oh yeah yeah when I was in there on Tuesday buying stamps uh, yeah there was something a bit weird a bit different happened yeah <laughs> I'd never got that very big news my brother and his missus have just had a new kid so why am I telling you that I don't know that's, <laughs> that's not news that <laughs> mean anything to most people uh, it's a problem from me that's why I'm telling you. It's a, it's a problem for me, this one. Why do you think that is?
1: Because you've now... It's just somebody else's name on a Christmas present list that you've got to try and think about to buy for. Somebody else's name on Christmas... That, that's very... Just another name on a Christmas that, That's very
0: inward-looking, that one, isn't it? The, the usual complaint is always, where are the grandchildren? You, know, you haven't delivered grandchildren yet. Come on, get them. with it. No, but you are right. Christmas is coming, mm. and it's what you buy a gift for a kids that will be one year, one month old not even a year old one, one month old <laughs> cuz the kids not going to remember christmas for Let's be honest, a good number of years, yet. <laughs> so any gift is generally going to be for the parents, even if it's aimed at the kid. But, you know, I've kind of missed the clothing train mm. because you do that before they're born and you buy them a whole bunch of different baby grows, different sizes, and I'm sure they've got every size from not to, like, 15 years old or something like that now. <laughs> that's just, that's generally what I, it's It's done on the way up to the kid being born. You get that moment nowadays, isn't it? it I think it is,
1: yeah. I, I don't tend to like to buy clothes because... It's the parents' really choice of what type of clothes the Mm. kid is going to wear. And uh, I know a lot of people tend to label the kids up, don't they? You know, they've got Nike this and Adidas that. And, I mean, I ain't buying somebody a
0: Nike pair of trainers. What? That's not me. For a (laughs) six-month-old or something like that. so, I again, clothing's a bit of a tricky one, isn't it? Mm. Um, I guess they're not old enough for noisy toys, like musical instruments. Now, if you... Well, they are if you want to annoy the parents. That's a great, that's a, a really good excuse, that. It's a brilliant present overall. Mm. So if somebody else in your family has kids, or friends group or whatever has kids, and you never have to see the kids, but you have to buy them a present, mm. musical instruments are fantastic. They are. Because they will wind the parents up, and you never have to suffer a, a moment of it.
1: I used to wire my brother up with my recorder.
0: With recorder?
1: Yeah, I can only ever play one song on the recorder and it was London's Burning. London, I was That's about to say was... I could play. I, I
0: was about to say, are you that person that famously did the recording of the Titanic song on the recorder? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that is uh, shockingly bad would be the word for it. And I, I guess, you know, if we're talking about a baby, they're definitely not old enough for the bottle of cider to take down the park.
1: White lightning.
0: But, but, I was keeping it generic. Okay. Bottle okay. of cider Bottle to go cider. down in the park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, or you can, you know it, they're still not old enough for a gift card or the Black Friday sales. You know, it, it, it's a bit difficult, isn't it? And then talking of Black Friday... Did you can give him a love to shop. You can give him a... Just a generic high I think street it's just gift voucher or something. I don't know. The, the problem with high, high street gift vouchers is there's no high street to spend it on yeah. anymore. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, there are still, still very nice high streets in Allerton and Edwinstow. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. Full of
0: lots of independent shops mm. who are probably not it part of these high street voucher mm. schemes. That, that's what I'm seeing here. Yeah. It wouldn't be the most useful thing in the world. Uh, but talking to Black Friday, a friend asked the other day, "If you buy yourself." Because you're quite generous like that, you give yourself a very big present. Uh, you buy yourself something big in the Black Friday sales. Mm-hmm. Should you start using it right away on, or wait until Christmas Day? That's wow. a tricky one. Isn't it, is
1: it? A t- it depends, doesn't it, how much you really want it? I don't know if it'd have to be hid from me because I don't know if I could resist.
0: Now, you see, it depends on what it is, as far as I'm concerned. Because if it's a cheese board, you wait until the big day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, who's buying a cheese board for themselves?
0: <laughs> in, a, in a Black Friday sale. Maybe you're just like Wallace and Gromit, you're a very big fan of cheese. <laughs> no, it's not illegal. Nobody said you have to buy the cheese board for people you hate. You can buy it for people you like, including yourself. Does it have cheese with it or is it just the board? Well, if it's a cheese board, it's both. Otherwise, it would just be a board. With it? Do you get the actual cheese with the board? You, you're usually <laughs> not when you buy a set. Knife. You can buy a set with cheese on a board in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you're me, you know, you... Uh, would you just wait until you get to the corner of the car park and binge it in shame? That's how you deal with cheese board. <laughs> it doesn't even get home. You just eat it in the corner of the car park, binging it in shame. <laughs> or, you know, let's, let's imagine that you've got a lot of money to give. You've gone to Black Friday sales so and you must get a hold of the big 60-inch TV. A, why oh. is this TV so big? But B, so long as it's open in time for the King's Speech... You know, you're able to get King Chucky in full Ultra HD. So you can see every single little wrinkle that he's built up in his many years of experience preparing to become king. Mm. You want to see that first full King speech in full Ultra HD, 60-inch high-quality stuff. I I, I think, yeah, you could open that before Christmas Day. Because you need to have it set up. You need to get that set up. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So that's where your thoughts lie as well? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... I'm going to open it up to a bigger question, actually, Mm. about, you know, why we have Black Friday in the UK in the first place. Because it's an American thing. Mm. So if we're going to do Black Friday, which it seems like every shop has decided we are, (laughs) then my view is we need to do Thanksgiving or similar in the middle of November. So there's a reason for having Black Black Friday. Friday. We We need to have another Christmas dinner in the middle of November. Maybe treat it as a practice run.
1: Yeah.
0: So you don't have top tier family and friends come round you have b tier families and friends come round that if you give them food poisoning not the end of the world
1: if you're having b family come round you have to get yeah. all the gifts out that they got you the year before that you can't stand that you hide in the you know in the hall for the rest of the year and then you get them out when they come round just so it looks like you've always had them out do you do that with a b family as well as the a family uh, yes. I'm not sure. And do you get the emergency tears
0: out? Well, you say you get family. the gifts out. What you do is you put them in the sideboard that, that's got uh, doors on it and you just pop the door slightly ajar so they can see the gift is there. Yeah. And they can see that you may occasionally use it, but it's not out so that, you know, polite and proper companies yeah. see it. That, that's that's how you deal with that problem. It is. And not that it's a problem I've ever had to think about or discuss or plan for. No. <laughs>
1: Because nobody gets yes, to the mark.
0: <laughs> I suppose we better open this question up to you, dear listener. If you buy yourself a big item in the Black Friday sales, should you start using it away or wait until December twenty fifth? We like to ask you to stop by for a wee natter. Quite often, actually. I was we about to say occasionally, do. but it's quite often. Mm. But we never actually offer you any coffee, do we? Well, no, that's about to change. Oh. We're what about to change. We're going to start offering coffee. This is going to get expensive. And Look, the good go biscuits. <laughs> oh, that's getting even more expensive. <laughs>
1: if you are an avid listener to A Wee Natter, you'll know that I like to frequent the coffee shops. All right. Sometimes it's a positive bit of a story. Sometimes it's a negative bit of a story. I think this is a bit of a funny story, this one. All right. I was out visiting a coffee shop the other day. I thought, let me... I had to pick something up from an Argos in Sainsbury's. And our Sainsbury's has now got a Starbucks inside. I thought, whoa, look at this. I'm going to have to try this. Mm. I was the only one in the queue.
0: Okay, so... You're, you're at a coffee shop yep. and you go, I'd like, to like some coffee. It, it's yep. all sounding fairly normal so yep. far. Okay.
1: So I'm in the queue and they says, yeah, yeah, what can I get you? I says, I'll have a latte, please. That's my normal tipple, a latte. So she's like, can I take your name? I'm like, sorry? She says, can I take your name? I says, uh, what for? She says, for your coffee so I can put it on your cup, I thought. Well, I've not asked this in any other co- any other coffee shops I've been to. Thought, so, oh yeah, I'll give him a name, so, Jenny. Put Jenny on the cup. So there, turns around, pays for my coffee, she's making the coffee, and then you have to kind of swagger down to the end where you collect your coffee. Yep. Still only me in the queue. So she stands on the end, she picks the cup up, and she's looking all around and she's going, Jenny. And I'm like looking all around to myself, thinking, what? I'm looking around and like,
0: Jenny. I'm like, yeah. No, what, what? what's going on here? What you should have done there? So you're the only person in this coffee shop, with yeah. They do a fairly normal thing of taking a name so they don't get the coffee orders mixed up. I was up. the only one in the queue. Well, what you should have done at that point is gone, no, I'm not Jenny, sh- I'm Bob.
1: Oh, I should have done. I thought, oh, I should have said Batman or something. Well, that's it. Has they, anybody ever done that?
0: When, when they ask for a name, yeah. you're not required to give your actual full legal name there. It's not like they're going to check it against your driving license or something like that. So you, you could turn around and call yourself, yourself a, a lady or a lord, or you could call yourself. The, the Phantom of the Opera. You could call yourself anything. Yeah, you, you, you did that in August, didn't you? Didn't I did. You know, when you
1: put your little name down rather than a code when you go to collect, when you pay at the self service and you go to pay? And you, you can even have a code, can't you? Or you can say a name. <laughs> I couldn't say it.
0: I, I went, so yeah, you, you have to give a little code for your order mm. and you have to say it out loud to the, the shop assistant. So you can find the right one on there, Till. So you can make sure you get. A, <laughs> yeah. so, so you walk up and go, Batman, please. <laughs> And you had to do it in that voice because Batman's all gruff and whatnot. I mean, you I had to leave the shop. And <laughs> we're touching on the very serious, very unusual topic of ordering coffee at a coffee shop. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, Cheryl Warner just just sent me a little bit of a message, and she says, "Yeah, when she used she uses a scan and pay in Starbucks, her, her drink comes with a printout of mm-hmm. her name on." I mean, it's okay if you use your name Cheryl. I never asked her if she uses the name Cheryl.
0: But I guess if you're doing it off, so this is often a mobile app, isn't it? Yeah. So that's even more fun because you can make the name up in advance, <laughs> especially if you've had a, a tipple or two the night before and you yeah. go messing around in the app. Yeah. You forget you've changed the name, and there's somebody say they are going a coffee for Lord Lucan. <laughs> scouting for girls making quite the claim there that Elvis isn't dead. But then somebody else did say he was working down a chip shop. <laughs> they did, yeah. They, they, they've made it. It's almost like something out of. What was it? The Da Vinci Code, the series of books with the mysteries in them. You had to put them all together. It's almost like yeah. something out of that to, to say, oh, well, actually, Elvis is this guy who happens to be, you know, a cleaner that works here in Edwin Stowe House. <laughs> We've got no evidence. <laughs> but you're supposed to build all these clothes together and work out, you know, it's something off the wall like that. On uh, yeah. <laughs> a slightly bigger topic. <laughs> Then Elvis possibly being still alive, although I think we're well past that point now. Um, I've got very big news from the animal kingdom. Oh. Yeah, very important stuff. Very, very important to life in the Sherwood Forest area. It's mm-hmm. going to make a big difference to your life, dear listener. There is an animal that can grow a moustache. <laughs> is there? There is. What animal do you think it is? Oh, wow. An elephant. Uh, you think an elephant could grow a moustache? <laughs> Uh, do you imagine how big the moustache would have to be for an elephant, because you've got the trunk in the way there as well, haven't you? Yeah. So if you to be able to see it, it'd have to be this massive handlebar special <laughs> that pops out to the point. You can always use it use it as a way of getting on top of the elephant. Yeah. If would are that big and that strong, no, no, it's not elephant. It's a bit clo- no. bit closer to home in terms of animal we're thinking here. Um, cat. Cat. Well, cats have whiskers. Yeah. I don't know if you could call that a moustache, really. Well, depends if
1: they're there with the uh, claws. Just You know how they do a the, bit of a twisting of the moustache, you know, when you're thinking about something and you say, oh, is that Dick dastardly where he's that, twisting? That's his...
0: Dick dastardly, and I don't do think that. cats... I know cats are evil, but the cats don't sit there trawling <laughs> muscul- <laughs> and going. Ha ha, ha, muah, ha, ha ha." No, it is... What animal do you think it is? A mouse. It's not a mouse. It is... A gorilla. Not a gorilla. <laughs> 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 I, I guess gorillas could technically grow... Facial hair? I, I suppose, squirrel. Squ- could you imagine a squirrel with a moustache? It'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Mm. It's not a squirrel. Oh, no. Not even the red ones. You'd have a little ginger moustache. No. <laughs> it is a horse. Apparently horses horse. can grow moustaches. Like, I. you think I'm joking, proper handlebar style moustaches. Really? Yeah. I mean, you think I'm making this up, don't you? I,
1: I'm going to have to ask any Merritt, because she has a horse.
0: Uh, apparently they can grow moustaches. That mm. They're... they're, they're the way they behave, more like cat's whiskers. They use them to feel and work their way around the world and things like that. Mm. But it got me wondering, if you could get any b- body part that you've got, mm. you know, a bit like cat's whiskers, are allowed to be able to see, notice things in the dark and, you know, owl's eyes are amazing and that kind of... If you could get a body part you'd love to give extra abilities to... Which body part would you go for what extra abilities would you go for?
1: Uh I might have my arms that can go longer because when you get comfy in bed and then you feel like a snack, you could grow your arms so they could twist and wind their way downstairs into the kitchen, open the fridge and pick a chocolate bar out and then bring it back to you. That'd be ace. Or make a cup of tea. But then you haven't got eyes
0: to see, have you? You want to be Mr. Tickle, basically. Ah, that's the extra, it. That's the one with the extra long arms, isn't mm. it? They can reach round and tickle you and all that. So, which sounds a bit creepy nowadays, if we're honest. Yeah. But uh, you, you want to be that. and uh, the, You've already spotted the problem. You can't, you can't see, see where your extra long arms are. So you're going to have to make tea fully by touch. No,
1: I uh, can have eyes on stalks that also come down and follow the arms.
0: You're only allowed one body part, so you'd have to pick the eyes or the arms. You can can have both. That's just too much.
1: I couldn't lie there in bed and then all my eyes are seeing everything that's still looking good in the fridge. (laughs) I'd have to move then. (laughs) <laughs> would.
0: That, that would not help for dicing at no. all. Would it? If you could, if you could peer into that, that would be a horrible superpower—the ability to peer into your fridge and see what's there. Personally, I got to go to go with my legs. You know, the ability to jump like a cricket but still land without shattering my calves—it'd be fantastic. You know, it'd be brilliant for the morning commute. And on that note, you know how we're talking about horses and it's all uh, about moustaches and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I've got a song stuck in my head now. Unfortunately, it's not a song I can share with you here, dear listener, because we don't have it in the computer system. Song I've got I'm stuck in my head, My Lovely Horse. I can't think why I've got uh-huh. that one. No, I thought you were going to come up with something like Horse With No Name. Horse With No Name. No, Father Ted is more my kind of thing that- than America Horse With No Name. <laughs> Just before the news, we mentioned about the fact that horses have moustaches, and we've had contact from our resident horse expert I didn't even know we had one, but we've had contact from our resident horse expert, saying Her horse BJ has a tash her horse, BG, has to. Yeah. So it's a
1: real thing. It's a real thing, apparently. Now, I don't know if these are horse types, so I may make myself sound a little bit silly here, but mm-hmm. she's just come back to me and I said, I mean, I did a bit of a joke saying, is he is growing it for Movember? But she said, it's only a little one, bless him. It's usually Clydesdale Shires or Gypsy Vanners. Are they horse types? They are horse types. Are they yes. re- That's, that's all right then.
0: Not, I'm not an expert in horses, I'm but I've then. heard <laughs> of that kind of horse. It's, it is a genuine that's thing. That's all right then. <laughs> And I have, unfortunately, sent Jenny to the kitchen, which always sounds sexist when I do it, when I'm sending you to the kitchen, Jenny. But it is for a good reason, isn't it? It is, yes.
1: And for this one, I've actually had to make myself a cup of tea just to help me along with this one, because this week's your Log that we're going to be tasting is one of the most expensive ones yet,
0: And it's a Bailey's chocolate Yule log. Oh, wow. So I better explain that we are helping you to make sure you have the perfect table and the perfect offering on Christmas Day. And most people have, you know, turkeys and mince pies and all that covered. So we've decided we're going to help you find the best Yule log out there. We've had a few so far. Tesco finest at the top of the list. Sainsbury's down below it. So we've only had two so far. This is number three. And you you, you said you need a stiff coffee to go with it. Is that what you said? Oof.
1: So, yes, yeah, so, uh, to be honest, I've took I've it out of the box, yep. I've cut the first piece, now the first piece was quite solid, but the second piece that I cut for me, it's kind of fallen apart, so the Ooh. chocolate icing has, has fallen apart, but I've had a little nibble, and honest to God, Mark, it's, it's not my thing, I'm like, I don't like it, but... It tastes of Bailey's, and I don't like Bailey's. Oh, well, I did not know if I like Bailey's or not. I never tried Bailey's, but I don't like Bailey's. So for me, this one is definitely a thumbs down. But the tricky thing is, if you like Bailey's, you might like this.
0: So, we've got, you've got two on the list so far. This is your third one. So you've got Tesco Finest at the top. You've got Sainsbury's mm. Normal one at the bottom. This is mm. Bailey's Yule Log. Where does it come in? It has to be ranked. Where are you putting it?
1: Right, I've just tried a bit without the kind of icing around, which is, oh, I think, what the babies is poured on.
0: Yeah.
1: And, no, it's very dry. It's a bit like the um, Sangebridge one. Very, so very
0: dry. You have to pick one of them to go ahead or the other. Which way round are you putting it?
1: I'm going to say, at the minute, and this purely because it's one of the most expensive ones and I don't quite think it's worth the money, I'm going to put this one in last place.
0: Oh, wow, it's that, that's thats how you're ranking it. So at the moment, we've got Bailey's in last place, Sainsbury's normal Yule Log in the middle, and Tesco finest at its top. So, so far, in our hunt to find you the best Yule Log, to go on your Christmas table, although are there many people that put Yule Logs on their Christmas table For you burnt Yule Logs? Or is that a different tradition? Anyway, out of the log, spill your table. Tesco Finest is the best so far. We are still on the hunt and we still want your advice as well, dear listener. If there is one that you come across on your travels, it could be from some random little bakery in some dark, distant corner of Sherwood, we'd love to hear about it because we are on the hunt for the very, very tip-top best option out there. We should have called them footlong songs. I've never heard that version before. <laughs> MGMT and kids. I don't even know where that voice came from, in no, all No, honestly. I don't. It was my vague attempt at Mr. Tony Blackburn, which apparently is partly how you're supposed to do radio. So I was always told, you know, Mr. Tony Blackburn, he's, he's an expert in radio. He's been doing it for, since the dawn of time. Am I supposed to sound like Tony Blackburn, then? Yeah, and you're supposed to be all pick-of-the-pops and that kind <laughs> of stuff as well. I, I don't think we're supposed to do that nowadays. I think we're supposed to do that in the 60s. Hmm. But I don't think we could go back to the 60s. No. Unless you've invented time travel, dear listener. That would be quite a change. And uh, we take the ball radio audience and your good self along on a little tre- journey back into the 1960s. Yeah. And then find out life wasn't as good as we remember it being. <laughs> That's how it'll be it <laughs> ah, And is it just me, dear listener? And this is a bit of a strange one to be asking when we're here on a radio show on the internet, mm-hmm. amongst millions of others out there, is there too much movies, TV shows, radio shows, all that kind of stuff out there at the moment, yet there's nothing to watch or listen to? That's that. That's the mindset. You, you sit, you get home, you're sitting in front of the telly, there's hundreds of films, hundreds of TV shows in front of you, and you're sitting there going, there's nothing worth watching.
1: You do, don't you? the more channels you get, the more choice you have, the more you think that there's nothing on to watch.
0: Yeah. So to help with that, have you been getting into anything yourself recently, Jenny?
1: Oh, you know me, I like all the old kind of sitcoms and the um, soaps. I'm all the classic Emmerdales, classic Coronation Street, Fools and Horses, Good Night Sweetheart. I'm into all of that, aren't I?
0: I, I'm about to commit what could be considered a a crime or a sin in this country, and I'm going to say Fools and Horses isn't my cup of tea. Yeah, you did giggle tonight at one, though. Well, I... I'll I give you that there is the odd joke that I will, I will find a bit funny, but I, I just can't sit there and enjoy the fool fools and horses experience.
1: What I find just, did- just with me? What I find difficult is watching classic casualty and Charlie was in it, but Charlie's still in today's casualty so you don't really feel like you're watching classic casualty because Charlie's still there.
0: Well, that is one of the big surprises of TV shows that go on forever. <laughs> but I, I have been getting into some new stuff recently. I've been getting into some video games. Uh, the latest one is Grand Theft Cowboy, I think would be the best way of describing it. So you've heard of Grand Theft Auto. It was a yeah. very controversial video game. Very controversial video game series back in the late 90s when the first version came out. and there yeah. were were like stuff like that. Game. I, I've played most of the Grand Theft Auto games up to this point, including Grand Theft Auto London. Oh. So, you were brown bread and you ran around stealing like taxis and London buses and things like that. It was 2D, it was a bit strange, but it, it was one of these things that existed. I'm playing something called Red Dead Redemption at the moment. So, the same people made Grand Theft Auto, but with cowboys. Oh. So, you go like hijacking horses rather than hijacking cars. Is it good? It's, uh, Enjoying it. It's all right. It's a bit much. <laughs> it's a bit like you know, Zelda, which is another video game that people have been going, oh, you need to go play that. You need... It's not worth the effort. It goes into a pile of stuff. And I don't know if you have this pile as well. It's stuff that you, you will never finish. So I have TV shows, I have books, I yeah, have video the games. Yeah. There's all sorts in that pile. There's even a bunch of projects and art pieces in there as well. <laughs> there could be the cure to cancer in that pile. It might be in your pile, dear listen, It might be the cure to cancer in that pile of stuff that you're just like, no, I can't bother with it anymore. I'm not going to get through to the end of it. You never know. Is there anything like that for you at the moment, Jenny? Is there anything you like? I can't be bothered with it anymore.
1: Um, I don't know if it's. I can't be bothered with it anymore. It's sometimes I feel like, although we say we're not, we don't know what we can watch. Mm. Sometimes I think I've got too much to watch, yeah. so I start watching a box set, and then I really get in, get into it, and then I, I think, oh no, I don't want to I've got. I've been watching the Derry Girls. There's three series of it. I started oh, wow. on I the I had one left to watch before I completed series one. And do you know what I've gone and done? You've given up. I started watching series three yesterday, the first one. I just skipped two altogether. Well, that's because somebody works on series three, and I just think, right, OK. And he's telling me these little bits of snippets, and like, oh, that sounds really interesting. Do you know what? I'm going to skip series two. I'm going to go on to series three so I know what he's talking about, and I can <gasps> join in. It's like i skipped an entire series. Wow.
0: Mm. Wow. Oh, dear. Yeah. It's funny, though. Although I'm guessing it was a friend that recommended the show to you in the first place. Because there is that thing where a friend will go, oh, there's this great TV show, great movie, whatever, you need to go see it. And you give it a shot. And you think, mm. And to say it was rubbish to their face, you you can't, just feel, it feels too brutal to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. But you... You can't, do, you can't sit, sit all the way through it. I mean, Lord of the Rings is like that to me. You'll never get me to sit through it. No, no I fall
1: asleep on the Harry Potters and I'm gutted because I've never yet watched a Harry Potter from start to finish and I quite like Harry
0: Potter. I, I'm in a similar boat as you. These are the sort of things that people have recommended year after mm. year. Go see Harry Potter, go see Lord of the Rings. It's going to be amazing. Lord of the Rings is the only time I've ever fallen asleep in the cinema. It was that boring as far as I could. I just couldn't get into orcs fighting and things like that. It just wasn't any good. And in fact, it got to the point I got kicked out of the cinema for snoring too loudly. Maybe you should use that as a sleeping aid then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> instead of the lavender spray on your pillow
0: what we need to do is we need to get a late night TV advertising slot you know the one, sort of one we're on about dear listener where it's an infomercial at like 2 in the morning yeah. where we go you're struggling to get sleep call us now for nine ninety nine plus postage and packaging we'll send you a copy of Lord of Rings and you'll be snoring in no time yeah <laughs> It is a wee natter. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for getting in touch and sending your communiques. And oh, please stop sending the carrier pigeons because we're only here once a week. I know they arrive on a Wednesday, mm. and nobody's here to feed them. I know, and so we end up with starving pigeons that we've got nursed back to health. We'd rather not have that, but we had a communiqué come through just now.
1: We have, and I tell you what, this is a cracking name. It's from Teresa Mary Maz. All oh, right, I love it. She's saying she's managed to. Catch us both on YouTube, Mark. Oh. On the YouTube, because we can't. this show is available on YouTube, isn't yeah. it?
0: So you're enjoying the show right now here on mm. Bull Radio, or you might be enjoying it with video as well mm. on YouTube later. We can't stick the songs on there because the copyright police come and hit us with big sticks. And I'm sick of getting hit with big sticks, but you can enjoy all the talky bits instead.
1: But she says we're yeah. we're crazy, and very, quite, quite crazy, crazy, and very
0: entertaining. I feel like when I hear that, being that we are on in a radio station, we need like an '80s radio DJ soundboard. <laughs> we can get one, I'm sure, with all the horrible sound effects, like <clears throat> <laughs> all that Maybe kind of that. stuff. Well, which one do you not like? All of them. <laughs> I will admit I had to police academy those sound effects because the budget is that low. We can't afford eighty radio, 80s radio DJ soundboard. Oh. And I feel like I'm asking if water is wet when I ask this question. But I'm going to ask it to you anyway. Do you ever get the impression the universe, it's not just a couple of people around you, the entire universe is trying to tell you something?
1: Yeah, maybe not to go to the kitchen because I keep pushing instead of pulling that door. I can't, I can't remember how to get through the door to the
0: kitchen. We send you to the kitchen every week to give I know. serious consumer advice. I know, and I pull the door and it's a push. <laughs> You'll eventually figure it out. It'll be your very last day where you're not going to be coming back anymore because... I don't know, you move on to something bigger, and more interesting, exciting, you're going to leave me behind <laughs> to rot away. And you, you'll figure out, oh, that's how the door works. Yeah. Very last day, that's when it'll happen. But, I'm not going to go all Mystic Meg here, because did Mystic Meg ever predict anything correctly? I don't know, you know, I she don't ne- know. Because she never actually predicted the numbers, did she? She no. always predicted what the winner was going to be. Never on my horoscope. <laughs> I'm not but bitter. The, no, not bitter. But uh, the police stopped me the other day. Oh. They, they, you, they don't do very often. They stopped me the other day telling me my car was overloaded. Mm. Mm. <laughs> to be fair, there was sparks straight from the car scraping in the bottom of the car mm. off the road and getting this horrible grinding noise and lots of uh, smoke and plumes and things like that. I can understand why the police stopped me. Yeah. But they stopped me saying the car was overloaded. The catch... I was the only thing in the car.
1: You see, I was going to say that, but I thought I better not. Are you trying to say I'm overweight?
0: You didn't bring it to me. And the other day, my bed broke. Get your mind out of the gutter, dear listener. I didn't break it doing anything dirty or horrible or anything like that. I literally split the stats sitting down on the bed for a second because I was a bit tired. Yeah, you did. I just went to sit down and and fell straight through. (laughs) So for for the next couple of weeks until the spare slats come off the internet, couple of weeks, I'm I am going to be uh, suffering crippling back pain because my bed isn't particularly flat at the moment. But the weird thing is, is it just me, as the world just not built strong enough? It's
1: obviously not, no. you know.
0: It happens a lot to me. It's not just beds that break, you know. It's chairs, it's trousers, it's all that kind of stuff. Well, what do you think the universe's message is to, is to me and make give me all these? Badly made things that keep breaking.
1: What's you either need to create stuff yourself
0: or mm. go on a diet. You're telling me the message from the universe is... Hey, fatty <laughs> You're telling me that's what the universe is telling me. I, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a bit on the chubby side. I need to get get the weight off. Mm. Well, I suppose if we're going to fix it, if we are going to tackle the fact that I, I am big enough, I would struggle to fit in an airline seat now, if I gave it a shot. Ooh. So I, I'm stuck in this country now, dear listener. I, I, I can't afford business class. No, no. Why
1: do you get the bigger seat on a business class then?
0: That's generally what you pay for, isn't is it? Is it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I've, I've never been anything but economy, <laughs> so I can't even go on the, 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 the nice sunny holiday next year. No. I, I, I don't fit in the seat anywhere. So if we have going to solve this problem, we need to get in the right mood, which means I've got to get this music out, which is the uh, Rocky Four Training Montage music. Is it- get us, get get fighting fit, get on top of this. And I've got some exercises that I think will be quite useful for losing let's be honest it's more than a couple of pounds yeah there, there's there's a lot of weight to be lost I think it's something reasonable. I actually got the numbers oh it's more than the person in front of me weighs dear listener
1: you're joking really
0: I need to lose the weight of an entire person right yeah. so we, I, I've, I've been getting some serious exercises together to get on top of that mm-hmm. so I've been thinking what do fat people like <laughs> Which, which I, I miss mean a bit of a weird thought to have when I am said fat person. I'm sitting back, going, "What, what do fat people like in general?" <laughs> but that's, that's a question I posed, and I thought, "Cream cakes." That's the mm, obvious one, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. yeah. So, like they do in the cartoons, I've got a rod that I'm going to stick on my head, mm. and I'm going to use it for a couple of exercises. One of them is for sit-ups when you're getting up and down, up and down. Yeah. And you've got the you've got the cream cake that's on the rod on a piece of string, and it, it's going to be just out to reach my mouth. So I'm going to have to sit up to try and get it Never, yeah. never get it. Do you crunches? Do you crunch? Well, that's the cunning plan. Or even use it for running as well. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll never catch the cream yeah. cake because it's so far out in front of you. The funny bit is, I don't even like cream cakes. Do you know? So I, I don't know how this is going to work as a motivation. <laughs> <laughs> this is my cunning plan so it far. It be a Krispy Kreme or something or a Dunkin'. Well, yeah, well, whatever it happens to be. But another point. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been looking at this considering. So another another point that comes to mind is thinking about the food element. So mm. not only have you got to do the exercise to burn the calories off, make yourself fitter, mm. and make your heart actually pump something other than butter rounds, You know, you've got to do that. You've also got to do the food element, haven't you? Yes. So I've got a couple of questions about food. Are pizzas a diet food if you use vegetables as toppings? No. What, what do you mean? No. It's, a, it's, got, it's got bread. It's got tomato sauce. It's got... Che- cheese isn't that bad. And you stick a couple of vegetables on top of it, what's the problem? That sounds healthy, doesn't it? No. Oh. What, what about fruit ice creams? Does that count as eating fruit? Fruit ice creams? Yeah.
1: What are we talking? Like a or something?
0: Yeah, yeah, an ice cream with fruit in it. Surely that counts as eating fruit, doesn't it? No. What do you think the odds of me pulling this diet y- off? It's I mean? not happening, is it? I feel like, before we get into this topic, I... I should warn you that it could be a triggering topic. It could, be, could bring back some horrible memories when we mention it. But Jenny feels like we need to touch on it anyway. It is the dentist. The
1: dentist.
0: Explain all.
1: I had to have a hygienist appointment on Friday, so I had my yearly checkup the week before. Mm-hmm. And, do you know, and do you know what the dentist said to me? That you don't brush your teeth well enough. Never met her before, brand new dentist for me. <laughs> she said I've right. got gum disease. Can you believe that?
0: Me, gum disease. Well, it's, it's understandable. It happens to well, countless people. I think it's most people will have it at some point well, in their life.
1: Most distressed, most of So, anyway, she says, "Have you ever had a, a visit to the hygienist?" I said, "I haven't. No." So, booked myself in. Went oh, to the hygienist as you do. As you do. It, I must admit, it was it wasn't painful, but it's a little bit uncomfortable. All right. But they have that. So she's in your mouth with the. I don't know, is it like a sander thing, doing the old, doing your teeth, doing the hook? Sander sh- thing? I don't know, it sounds like it's a sander. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: are you, say- are you saying she was in there with half a garden shed?
1: Yeah, not the it- jigsaw, it's, what do you call <laughs> a sand Foul, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like a sanding thing, you know where you get your sand things down?
0: I, I'm a ama- planer. I'm imagining a planer a and a sander are very different things. the way you're talking about I'm, I'm, I'm imagining a belt sander. She's like It's sounded like that, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, you've got that lady on one side doing
1: yeah. doing that. And then you got the assistant with the I don't know what you call this tool, either the scusher. The it's scusher. got all the water <laughs> got all your water in. <laughs> so you've got that hanging out your mouth. All right. And I can't... I didn't open my mouth wide enough because I kept getting told wider, wider. And now I've got a little bit of a sore on each side of my mouth where my mouth's been open too wide for too long. But anyway, they've got the scusher, like that. Yeah. It's, you still feel it dribbling down your, on your chin. Oh. And that's a horrible feeling, isn't it? And then doing down your neck. And then you've got the belt sander on this side. Did we say it was a belt sander?
0: I don't think it's an actually about... I don't think she's gone down the garage and just got random tools out the shed sure? to t- try and fix your teeth with. I- I'll admit, there are surgeons out there, especially in the... Is, is orthodontics the one with the bones? The bones department. I, I don't know what a fancy... Orthodontics, yeah. Orthodontics is teeth. I don't know what the fancy name is, but the, the bones department, yeah. <laughs> they-, they basically have medical mechano that they use. And they use all sorts of weird... Highly sterile, but they're still just random power tools what thinking, to fix now, yeah. all, your, all your bones up.
1: Maybe that's what she was using. But anyway, so I've got one in this side, in the, like, in the left-hand side of my mouth with a yep. scusher, like that. And then I've got the belt sander on this side. You did the noise better. And then what did they decide to do? What did he do? Have a full-blown conversation with you. How the hell can you answer back when you've got stuff hanging out your mouth on both sides?
0: I suspect when dentists are learning their trade and they're being taught, you know, this is, this is how you knock teeth around, this is how you cause extreme pain, there'll also be a section on understanding your patient when they're going... Oh, 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 oh.
1: She asked me at this point in time, do I floss? Do you... Well, do, do, uh, this, no, actually, no, I don't. I'm like, oh, are you trying? Come to, on. To be fair,
0: there would be a bit of a gesture there with a sort of nod or a shake of the head. She wasn't asking you where you live, and you're giving your these like, like long or anything like that.
1: I, I didn't move my head. And I was frightened that belt sander might slip
0: down, mate. Like that. That's it. It is Bo Radio. You're here for a wee natter, and. You've been in touch.
1: (laughs) Somebody's been in touch with me no more and have said, you know that little last conversation we had, we're talking about the dentist and I thought like I'd had uh, a bit of a sander going on in my mouth and discussion. Yep. Yeah. Somebody's just uh, messaged me in and said, they're imagining
0: the dentist with a black and decker work, mate. Could you imagine that? Your dentist coming in and going, oh, I've, a, I've just been down being cute, me. i got a cracking deal on this drill. It's brilliant. yeah." And you're going to get it in your mouth. <laughs> You'd be out the door as quick as you possibly could. that point. And talking about getting out the door, that's about it for a wee natter oh. this week. So if you're with us on Ball Radio Live, seven o'clock every Sunday night, mm. then join us again next week. It is as simple as that. But if you want... Well, this fine Wee Natter show, any other time you like, mm. you can get it as a podcast. So you can get it onto your podcast. So you can hit subscribe. It suddenly appears there without any music, unfortunately, because, like I said, the copyright police will come and beat me with big sticks. And these sticks are expensive. They make me pay for the sticks. Do really? they? Yeah, it's, it, the copyright's very expensive. Uh, so you get that, or you can get it on YouTube as well, you can you can look at my n- not so beautiful face. Or instead, you can stick with Bull Radio, where on Monday you get Malk, Tuesday you get Glenn, Wednesday you get Mr Wardle, Thursday you get Rob Rose, Friday Darren Ibel, and Sunday it's Mel Young and our good selves as well. On that note, you know what? I think I'm going to ask you to catch us next time.
1: Hooray!
0: I don't know why you'd want to. Oh, of course they would. <laughs> would you want to listen to this next time? Well, definitely. Uh, I, I've got I, a
1: new new log to try.